Welcome to the Neural Network. We are now on Instagram and Twitter at Neural Network Gold. Check it out. Hello! Today on the Neural Network, we're going to be talking about treatments. Uh, what I've tried, what I haven't tried, what I think you should try, and and just my experiences in general and some places that are in our area. Enjoy! This is the Neural Network. Hi, thanks so much for joining me. So today I'm going to talk about treatments. So I'm actually going to be looking some at my website, which is tinyurl.com slash neuralnetworkhv. Uh, in the treatment tab. So I've been on so many medications, I, you know, I could not recite them all to you. Some of the notable ones being gabapentin, topamax, and nortriptyline. Gabapentin did nothing but cause no side effects for me, which I think is pretty standard. I think, I know a lot of people found it very helpful, but it it does not have a lot of side effects because it's one of the, the safest drugs you could take, according to one of my doctors. I don't remember who. Anyway, um, I, I started on that one for a long time, but I ended up going then to Topamax, which has a lot of side effects, including you really can't eat a lot, your mouth gets really dry, and you feel like, kind of sick all the time. But for me, one of the I don't get a lot of the main side effects. Like if something's going to cause drowsiness, like, like uh, Benadryl, I don't get that. But I do get some of the weird side effects. So it really caused like the numbness and tingling in in my it's supposed to be hands and feet. Well I had it in my hands a lot of the time, they also had tremors, and then in my feet and my right knee as well as my entire head. But when I have a panic attack, my whole head does that. So my body constantly thought I was in a panic attack and I could not sleep. So that was sort of an issue. So I ended up getting off of it because it really didn't help at all either. And on nortriptyline, my hands really shook. I had a lot of tremor, um, which could it, it led to some issues, and it really didn't do a lot. But I was on it for a, many months, and I I tried beta blockers too. After um, uh, another doctor's appointment, I was actually on nortriptyline and beta blockers at the same time, which is not a good idea. That, that was not. I mean, if your doctor says so, try it. But it was it was not a good situation. Beta blockers are supposed to like uh, make your heart rate slower, and nortriptyline makes your heart rate faster. And uh, so, my hands were—I could not do a lot because my hands were shaking so much. Like I—I I really liked to sew, and I was trying to put together. I was actually trying to sew a book together, uh, and I could not—I could not do that. That was very difficult because of it. So, if you go onto the treatment page and through medications, I have a lot of uh, alphabetized medications that I asked some of my fellow concussion concussion people about which ones they'd taken, which ones they'd heard about, and I wrote different things. So obviously a notable one is Amovig. It's a new one. It's, it's very new, but um, I, there's been there's been a lot of success. So amitriptyline, beta blockers, they're all here, including Botox. I never tried Botox, but I did do um, the nerve blocks. So nerve block for me did not work. My doctor was really mean. And anyway, she it's what she specialized in was nerve blocks. And so she basically said, all right, we're doing it now, uh, which was fine. But her fingernails felt sharper than the needle. And the stuff ended up, I don't know, I did had a sort of a reaction to it. It wasn't like an allergic reaction. I don't really have a lot of allergies. But my head 
it's supposed to be like a day or two where it's sore. Obviously, you get shots in your head. It's going to be sore. And But it, I could not touch it for two weeks. My head, so my, I couldn't wash my hair or brush my hair. It was not good. It really hurt to sleep on my head, like just my head. Because, so what they do, it's, it's like the actual procedure is fine. They numb it a little bit. And then they do two shots sort of at the back where your, your skull comes out more. And then down a little bit to the base of your skull, base of your head. I don't know. Yeah. And then we'll do three shots, but one, they'll stick the needle in and then kind of wiggle it to each, to three different locations in, once it's in your skin. It, it actually didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. But it was it was not good, and they they said the reaction was not like normal, but it wasn't like it wasn't apparently an issue. The doctor didn't really seem uh, too worried about it, but also she wasn't very good. She was not very nice. Well, she was very mean actually. So I would not expect too much of a reaction from her. And I actually did it later. Um, I took it. I did another one, a different one. And I felt really sick, and they blamed it on my anxiety, which was not accurate. But, um, like, I immediately felt like I was going to pass out because of it, and it did not help either. But, again, I have amps, so pain medications don't work for me anyway. And I definitely recommend trying it. Those are kinds of things that I know work for a lot of people. There's a girl going to my college next year it works for, and she swears by them. Same with people who do, people do Botox and they love it. It makes such a difference for them. I never did that one. I really didn't want to, so I didn't. There's a lot more of the oral medications that are in here. I have um, a, what it's, what it's treated, what it treats for, uh, and what it, like if I've done it, and then um, side effects and similar medications. So obviously, like medication isn't all of treatment, and that was, the only thing that was given to me until I went to this doctor months later. Uh, so that was frustrating. But uh, here's some other types of therapies that I've either heard about or have tried. So aqua therapy, like water walking, is apparently it was supposed to be really good. And we, we used a program at, at our AMPS program. We had that. But we didn't do light exercise. I think for the for some of the... Uh, concussion or traumatic brain injury patients they did like light exercise but for for us we did a lot of swimming and we had a uh, another patient who was with us who was part of the brain injury program and she was supposed to swim like we were so I don't know but uh, we did a lot of like just laps in a heated pool which is very tiring so there's also something called atlas adjustment uh, or nuca adjustment I don't know uh, and it's it's about the atlas bone, which is part of your your it's a high vertebrae, and so a misaligned at, atlas can cause a lot of issues, and um, including being off balance, which is what happened to me because during my accident the atlas bone got disrupted, and one leg ended up being an inch shorter than the other when I relearned to walk after I got off crutches, and I ended up with bursitis in my hip, which of course my amps picked up and continues to make it hurt sometimes to this day, but it got really bad. But anyway, so the Atlas device, if you look, if you Google a picture of it, it looks terrifying because it looks like a midi, like a torture device you'd see in a really bad horror movie, but you don't feel it at all. It's an ultrasound, so there's it, just like a clicking sound and that's it. 
and it, you're all good. It, it noticeably, I had all these knots on the sides of my neck and the back of my neck. Like I could not move. I did not have a full range of motion in my neck, which I didn't realize for months. Um, but once immediately, once I did that, it, it was all like all loose. It was so nice. So I went to Atlas Orthogonal in Morristown, New Jersey, uh, which I wrote all about here, and there's a link on my website, but uh, but obviously wherever you find it, and actually some uh, orthopedists will do similar treatments without the actual uh, Atlas machine, because it was pretty far away from us, so we really didn't want to go. So obviously there's cognitive behavioral therapy, where it's like talk therapy, and how about like your thoughts and feelings influence your behavior and, and how you feel. And this is something that we did in the AMPS program, and I actually have OCD, and that's part of that, and part of Tourette's treatment. So I, I'm a fan of that, but I know it can definitely help with post-concussion syndrome and other concussion issues, along with like the anxiety and depression. I know it's used for addiction and phobias, as well as panic disorders. So craniosacral therapy and massage therapy are big, and EMDR can really help with PTSD. Uh, I have not tried that, but I know my therapist is, has treat, training in that. So you can find like I, you can find people who do that pretty much all around. It's, it's much more popular now, which is good. So some other things uh, that I have tried would be massage therapy. I, I did not like that, but it, it's, if you don't have the atlas adjustment issue, it can be really helpful, and actually, it's part of the atlas adjustment sometimes. Um, and there's also like trigger point therapy that can release some pain, which is which is really interesting. Hyperbaric chamber therapy I have not tried, but is a pressure that is applied greater than sea level air pressure to a specific point of your body, and I know that that has helped some people too. So physical therapy for for post-concussion syndrome includes some light exercise, massage therapy, vestibular therapy, and sometimes some different um, vision therapy. I also have not tried radio frequency ablation. Uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Here's this on my website. A procedure where electrical current is used to heat a small area, thus reducing pain signals. That sounds really cool. <laughs> So vestibular therapy works on balance, and balance can be really hard for people with concussions. I know it really helped. It uh, was a real problem for me. Vestibular therapy is available at Capital Health too, but there's lots of other places too. Um, I also worked on that in the hospital. So neuro rehab was what I did for, or was also available at the AMS program. So if you have a, a, a traumatic brain injury. Where, where you lose some function, the neuro rehab program works really hard with with TBI and concussion patients. And uh, the one I went to at Children's Specialized Hospital was obviously for children, but there are some for adults. And I definitely recommend taking advantage of that if you can, if your insurance will pay for it. So, and vision therapy is the other one. I did that a lot. So vision therapy restrains your eyes Retra I'm sorry, <laughs> retrains your eyes since many concussions change your vision. Therapy is challenging and tiring, but, but doing it in short bursts over a while can really help, especially with reading, even like basic things like signs. This can be combined with light therapy, and you can get tinted glasses if you find a color that helps you. 
I have purple glasses, and I went to Eye Care Professionals of Hamilton. That's where I did it. They're so nice there, really. Like, they made it really fun and, and helped me. So because of my amps, again, it did not help my pain, nor any of these things that I did except for the neuro rehab. And, but, but vision therapy especially was important because it did help my eyes. My eyes, I had issues where my eyes would jump around on the page. So when I would go to read something, my eyes wouldn't go in a straight line. It would jump to different words on different lines. It's actually back that way now because of my most recent concussion. But, uh, but vision therapy really fixed my eyes. So that was fantastic. Uh, I also tried some different... The- uh, treatments that weren't in traditional medicine. So I did acupuncture at Hope Wellbeing, and I'm hoping to talk to Mimi uh, to have her talk to all of you guys about how it works for her. But it it was very she worked very hard to try her best to learn all these different things and to try and help me. Again, I have amps, so unfortunately it did not. But I didn't know that at the time. So I just would go in and listen to a podcast and she would put in the needles and then let me relax for a little while and then take them out and it would, it would help me sleep sometimes, which is nice too. So I know a lot of people find diets help, diet changes can help. And I know that a lot of people like to suggest diet changes. I would say that unless you've tried it personally for that issue, you know, sometimes suggesting diet changes can be very harmful to people, um, but make sure make sure you do it safely. But some that I've heard have been helpful are keto, gluten free, dairy free because dairy increases inflammation, intermittent fasting, and raw diet like no processed foods, not no cooking. Um, Halo therapy is something that like has like the Himalayan salt rooms and different salty environments for different um, minerals and things. I, I've tried this a little bit, but not, not as much. Uh, and if it helps you, that's fantastic. I really hope that some of these things can help you. I did do magnet therapy a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't so helpful for me. Same with mindfulness. And so mindfulness can be so helpful to people. Mindfulness in any way, I'm not someone who is really able to just sit and meditate, but finding mindfulness activities, like for me playing the piano or just listening to music and and turning off my, 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 uh, my multitasking, which is definitely a habit of mine, but, but some things my, with mindfulness, you know, praying or doing art or or reading or music or cooking or whatever is your mindfulness activity is is fantastic um i know vitamins and supplements can also be used and melatonin is something i would use for sleep a lot um apparently you're not supposed to use more than 10 milligrams good to know uh i don't use it anymore i also things like heating and ice so heating pad always backfired for me. I'd always get a lot more pain that way, but that's something to try. And ice is the only thing that's that's consistently ever helped me. And I'll still use it when when things get really bad, but just an ice pack on my forehead and the back of my neck could be very helpful. 
I hope that one of these could help you. Uh, maybe maybe some other time I'll talk more about each treatment, but I think this is a pretty good overview of, of some of the treatments available. If you go to my website, like I said, tinyurl.com slash neuralnetworkhv, I'll put it in the in the, the description of the podcast, so that you can see, uh, again, the all the treatments, as well as links to all the treatments, and if you live in my area, different places right around here, and only only the places that I, I liked are, are linked, that if I had an issue with a place, I, I won't link it. Uh, but I really hope you found some, heard something that you haven't heard before, because that's all it can take to, um, to to change your outcome, to, to get some help. And I, I hope that you find something helpful. Let me know. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Neural Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Go to my website, tinyurl.com slash neuralnetworkhv for resources and other fun content. Just a reminder that this is a Girl Scout project. You can sign up to get an interview on my website. Thanks so much for listening. Leave a rating and review if you like it so other people can find us. Thank you. That was the Neural Network. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this is a Girl Scout Gold Award project by me, Emma, and you can find us now on Instagram and Twitter at Neural Network Gold. Thank you.